0: From Hollywood, it's time now for...
1: Johnny Dollar. Hello? Who is it? Hello? Hello? Johnny,
2: who is it?
1: I don't know, Countess. Maybe they weren't expecting a man to answer, or at least not me.
2: I would not know about that.
1: What about this guy who was lying unconscious in your closet? Would you know anything about that? No, Johnny. I didn't think you would. I'll give him another shot of those smelling salts.
2: I think he's coming, too.
1: Good. Maybe he'll know about some of these things.
2: Yes, he will. Some of them. And, of course, he will tell you. I was hoping it would not be brought out. I did not want you to know.
1: Murder is usually brought out sooner or later.
2: Not murder, Johnny. It is not that simple.
0: Tonight and every weekday night, Bob Bailey in the transcribed adventures of the man with the action-packed expense account. America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator. Yours truly,
1: Johnny Dollar. <laughs> From Special Investigator Johnny Dollar, location Algiers, North Africa, to the Home Office Transworld Fidelity Company, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment, the Lorco Diamonds matter. Expense account continues. Item six, $9.30, smelling salts and a bottle of scotch. The smelling salts were needed for a double-talking fellow named Zeindorf, who'd managed to get himself gassed half to death in a closet. A representative of your client who suffered the $100,000 loss, Lorco Diamonds of Amsterdam. The scotch was for me.
2: Johnny, he doesn't like it. Should I go on holding them
1: under his nose? Yeah, sure. Keep shoving them at him until he's strong enough to fight you off. That's how smelling salts work. A person has to come to in sheer self-defense. Nein, nein, stop. It's more too plenty already. My nose is killed, dead, no more. Maybe even poking it into the wrong places. What were you doing in that closet, Mr. Zeindorf? It's nothing.
3: I can tell you the entire thing in two words. Use
1: more if you need them, but make it good.
3: Nobody has found this beautiful diamond. Nobody has do anything. So I come looking for my own self.
1: In that closet?
3: nine is only for hiding. I am waiting for everybody going away, going at sleep. Then I am going to looking.
2: In my apartment? What made you think they would be here?
3: You are pleased to forgiving me, Fräulein, but I am not taking the chance. I'm thinking to looking every
1: place. Who turned on the gas out there?
3: Do not ask it. I, I know nothing. I... I think I have sleeping some, maybe, and when I have waking, I am died almost.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently somebody was out to get one of us, at least. Hey, what about that maid of yours, Maria? Or is the one?
2: Of course. She... You know, that is strange. She disappeared about the time you arrived, slipped out without a word. Does she live here? I think she lives up in the casbah. I hire her through the agency. I see. Do you think she did it?
1: Oh, the more I find out, the less I'm sure of. Maybe Mr. Zeindorf did it, trying to commit suicide over his missing trinket. Nein. Suicide is, is one thing I am not. And I, I desist to listen no more. I am to leave here immediately. Oh, uh, by the way, Mr. Zeindorf. Ja, yeah, what is it? As I understand it, you boys in the international jewelry business are ordinarily pretty cautious in your dealings. Yeah, ja, yeah, the prudence, my dear. Always the entire prudence. That's what I mean. You always investigate a new client thoroughly before you take any chances, is that right? Is entire
2: correct? Johnny, no.
1: Then why did you send $100,000 worth of diamonds here to Algiers at the request of a woman who doesn't have a cent to her name? Ach,
3: why, it is to me these things are always happen. My dear Dollar, I am the highest ethic
1: of business. I cannot give you answering. Well, one of you better give me an answering.
2: Oh, it is all right, Mr. Seindorf.
1: Please, please,
3: you tell Contessa.
2: All right. What he is it trying to say, Johnny, is this. It did not matter about my financial standing because I was not actually a client.
1: What do you mean? You ordered the stuff?
2: Yes, several pieces on approval so I could make a selection. Anything up to $20,000. Somebody else was paying for it. It was being given to me as a gift. By whom? A fellow countryman of yours, a man named Charles Barrett. He's been here three months, he lives on his yacht.
1: Mr. Seindorf, how did you know this man, Barrett, would pay for the diamond? By the letter, of mine here. What letter?
2: When I wrote to the local firm, I took the liberty of enclosing a letter written to me by Mr. Barrett.
3: His own authentical signings. We investigate immediately.
1: What sort of a letter was it?
2: He promised to pay for a gift of jewelry up to $20,000 of my own selection in return for certain considerations.
1: What considerations? Romantic, my dear. It is a little present of the engagement. Is that what it was, Maria? An engagement present? Yes. I see. I, I think I go
3: now. Is too much has happened in this place.
2: Is it all right to smoke?
1: No? Yeah, sure. The gas is cleared out. Here. Thank
2: you. I wish you hadn't kissed me, Johnny.
1: I thought you said you liked it.
2: I did. That is why I wish you hadn't.
1: Are you trying to say that?
2: Oh, relax, Johnny. I am not a child. No, I have not fallen in love with you any more than you have with me. But I could very easily.
1: Well, what about this man, Barrett? What's he like?
2: Oh, an overbearing, spoiled, middle-aged little boy.
1: The price sounds kind of high.
2: What else is there?
1: Ever think of working?
2: Where? At what? In Italy, yes. But you know what's open there for an impoverished countess?
1: Yeah, I know. And I suppose you can't get a work permit anywhere else, is that it? Oh, forget it, Johnny. Johnny.
2: All I know how to do is be highly ornamental, say the right things to the right people, do the right things at the right time, and eat by stealing caviar at cocktail parties. You go hungry a lot that way.
1: Yeah, I guess it's rough. Well, don't let it throw you, honey. You're not the first girl who married for money.
2: What? I guess you don't understand. Nobody has said anything about marriage. Oh, I see. Well, Johnny, I imagine you would be leaving now. So, good night, Johnny. Goodbye. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and, 6-1 since that matters, and, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: For all the progress I'd made in the case, I might as well have stayed at home. Another fish off the hook. Logical suspect number one had been the customs property agent, Andre Jardine, But the blow on the head that sent him to the hospital hadn't been faked. And that, plus the fact the diamond courier had shown symptoms of poisoning before the plane even landed, seemed to leave Andre in the clear. And now, number two, Maria Contestatalia, was apparently able to supply another answer every time she needed one. And her answers were backed up by Hans Zindorf Lorco's own representative. We were shortcutting through the harbor district when I began to realize that the same car had been behind us ever since we'd left Maria's. It was a low-slung English job, expensive and easy to recognize. Driver. Oui, monsieur? Hit the gas a little harder. See if you can shake that car behind
3: us. Ah, mais oui.
1: The other car picked up speed to match ours and still held the same distance. Hey, try a couple of fast corners. I want to make sure. Yeah? The next place where the street narrows down. Stop fast. Swing crosswise, block off the road. I want to stop that guy and have a talk with him. Hey, you understand what I mean? Mais oui, Monsieur, it's just like in the movies. Yeah, well, something like that. Hey, there's a place coming up. Let's let's have a go at it. You do not worry. I will do it good. Yeah, I only hope we've seen the same movies.
4: Now, Monsieur.
1: I was out of the cab fast and running back down the street. The other driver had jammed on his brakes and finally skidded to a stop against the curb. I reached for the handle, jerked the door open, and the man inside came out swinging. A big man, a little on the beefy side, but plenty tough. I didn't know him, never seen him before. He fought silently and fought hard. But he was a sucker for a lift. I knelt down on the pavement and started to go through his pockets. I hadn't even noticed the other car pull up.
5: Monsieur Dallin. Huh? Do you merely plan to rob him, or do you also intend to cook him and eat him?
1: Oh, you really get around, Inspector.
5: The policeman must socialize, monsieur. It broadens the outlook. Come, we walk. My chauffeur will take care of reviving your victim. Do you happen to know the victim? May, oui. He's Monsieur Charles K. Barrett of Chicago. Maria's ex-boyfriend. Mm, something of the sort, I believe. How did you happen to get here so conveniently? Oh, I was following you. uh, Father back, of course. Then why didn't you pitch in when the fight started? And spoil such a remarkable display of fisticuffs. Okay, okay. It is true the footwork was mediocre, but the verb, the enthusiasm, the violence, superb, monsieur. I can't quite figure you, inspector. Well, sometime we must talk about it, Uh, Monsieur... You will be most happy to know that we have identified the person who occupied the plane seat next to the diamond courier. Oh. They shared a bottle of wine during the flight. Undoubtedly, that is how the poison was administered. And who is the person? A man named Bobo. Bobo? We, oui. He is well known in the casbah. He is a thief, smuggler, dope peddler, and it is said he can be hired as a killer. Have you picked him up yet? Well, I have not tried to. Why not? Uh, why not, Monsieur? In the kasbah, at the sight of a uniform, everyone vanishes, zzz, like rabbits in their holes. The kasbah, huh? Uh, another thing, the property agent who was struck on the head, Andre Jourdain, he has disappeared from the hospital. Disappeared? How? His window was open, the room was upset.
1: It was very odd. Yeah. Oh, look, Inspector. Uh, I think I'll get on back to the hotel and uh, get some sleep. <laughs> As you wish. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow.
5: Oh, there is one more thing, uh, Monsieur Huh? I think perhaps I should warn you of something. In the event, you should call again on the Comtesse. Warn me of what? Well, two days ago, I installed a dictaphone in her apartment. You what? I must admit I found your conversation this evening most entertaining. Inspector... You are a rat. Oh, please do not concern yourself in the least. I am the soul of discretion. Maybe. Monsieur, I am a Frenchman.
1: Twice tonight, the Casbah had been mentioned. A strange, mysterious native quarter on the steep hill behind the city. Maria had said her maid lived there. And now Bobo, who'd given poison wine to the diamond courier. I had an angle, and I had some ideas. The picture was finally starting to make sense. But I needed some more answers. And the trail led into the Casbah. (laughs)
0: Be another intriguing episode in our story of the Lorco Diamonds matter tomorrow. Tomorrow, a bungling
1: fool, a tightening net, and a violent death in a crooked alley of the Casbah. Join us, won't you?
0: Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. From Hollywood, it's time
1: now for. Johnny Dollar.
0: This is Abdul.
1: Abdul? You don't know me. So? I
4: have the little business.
1: Well, I'm so happy for you. I hope it's doing well. <laughs> Not bad. Okay, what... You don't
4: know me, but you're
1: looking for me. Now, look, Joe, Abdul...
4: Uh, It it is a business to uh, get jobs for people, for servants.
1: Oh, the employment agent. Ah. Have you got the address of that girl who worked for the Countess d'Atalia?
4: Oh, sure. You're very lucky. She's
0: very pretty.
1: You've got the wrong idea, Abdul. I just want to talk to her. (laughs) Sure. Where does she live?
0: For $20, I will remember.
1: I'll give you ten.
4: No, she's worth
1: more. Look, knock it off. I gotta find her and talk to her fast while I'm still alive. And while she is. From Special Investigator Johnny Dollar, location Algiers, North Africa, to the Home Office World Fidelity Company, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment, the Lorco Diamonds matter. $100,000 worth missing. Expense account continued. Item nine, $15 even. Gratuity, tip, gift. Bonus? Ah, why kid about it? It was a bribe. To a man named Abdul for the address of a girl named Chata. An address up in the native quarter, the Casbah. But the idea wasn't romance, no matter what Abdul thought. Four hours earlier in the Countess d'Atalia's apartment, somebody had turned on the gas and tried to kill one or both of us. It was nine to one that the somebody was Chata the servant. I wanted to ask her why. I put my coat on and was just on the point of leaving my hotel. I slipped a gun into my side pocket and moved over to the door. Yeah, who is it? Charlie
4: Barrett. The guy you beat the daylights out of a couple hours ago, you know what I mean? No odd feelings, doll. I just want to talk it over.
1: All right, Barrett. What's on your mind?
4: You object. If I come inside, it's kind of personal, you know what I mean?
1: Probably. All right, come on in.
4: Much obliged. Hey, I didn't know who you were, but when we when we got in that little fracas, that their cop told me about it afterward. Man, you really got a well on you. You make a fellow know he's at it, you know what I mean? Is that why you're here, a
1: post-mortem on the fight? No, 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 it's done and over.
4: you whip me, fair and square, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, Barrett, if
1: you've got anything to say, let's have it fast. I'm in a hurry to get out of here. Oh, well, I sure
4: don't want to take up no more of your time than necessary. I know how it is. Of course, I'm on vacation now, but back in Chicago, I'm in the meat business. Look, Barrett, will you please... Well, at least in a way I am. I'm in uh, byproducts, actually. You know what they say, use everything but the squeal? Well, I'm the fellow that cans a squeal, you get it? No, oh, brother. What I come here for was maybe to get it straightened out about that dame. Do you
1: mean the Countess D'Antalia?
4: Countess, Countess, them titles are a dime a dozen. I can buy them, sell them like sausages. Well, what about her? Now, look, neighbor, I was figuring to come here and put it to you, man to man. You know what I mean?
1: I know what I'm beginning to think you
4: mean. I figure when you've seen my position, you'd want to do the square thing. Like anybody on the right side of the fence would. You with me, neighbor? You better drop that neighbor business. I've moved. Well, Dollar, the thing stacks up like this. Now, I already had my claim staked there before you even got in town. I got a lot of money invested in that dame. Barrett's so helpful. I've me. been taking her around places, you know. Feeding her, buying her one thing and another. Why, I was even going to kick through... For a 20 grand chunk of ice for her. She and I had that fight last week. You what? That dame's got highfalutin' ideas. What fight? What
1: are you talking about?
4: Well, I just put it to her. Cold turkey. I told her she had to quit Jenny flipping around with all those other fellas. Or I just wasn't going to have nothing more to do with her. Well, that made her mad, you
1: understand? She lit into me.
4: Man, you ought to hear that dame talk when she's mad. You you Hey, look.
1: When was this fight? Was it before the diamonds were sent here?
4: We Sure. Sure, I said if that's the way she was going to act, she could forget about them diamonds. Well, I ain't seen her since. to so talk to her, but I just can't... I just can't seem to get her off my mind. Now, look, Dolly, you was in her apartment there for two hours and 40 minutes tonight, and I
1: don't like it. It bothers me. Strictly business, Barrett. And I got to get going. Now, wait, sure a minute, you... wait a minute.
4: Dollar. Wait a minute, Dolly. Wait a minute. We still got something to settle here. Like I told you, I got... Oh, Barrett, pay... Get out. You better hold your horses. I don't know if you know the, the name, C.K. Barrett, if that means anything to you. But I got influence back there in the United States. So it's the hard way, huh? Look, you just work for that company of yours. You're nothing but an employee. And if you think you can talk to me like you can to somebody's of these foreigners, then here, now. Still
1: a sucker for a left. Hello, room service. This is Johnny Dolly. Some drunk just wandered in here and passed out. Would you send up a couple of boys to drag it out in the hall? Expense account item 10, $5.30. A tip to the bellboys and taxi fare to the Casbar. The taxi dropped me off at the end of the causeway, and from there on I walked. It was late. Well after midnight. But the narrow, crooked alleys were teeming with life. Some of it out in the open, some of it undercover. Small groups of people met together here and there along the cobbled streets. Men of two dozen tongues and dialects. And women, too, slipped silently in and out of the dark doorways, crouched over tables in the dim-lit cafes and coffee houses. Groups usually fell silent when I passed and stared with hostile curiosity. The Casbah, backwash of North Africa. Little known, seldom bothered, and scarcely policed and for an outsider especially at night more dangerous than dynamite the address abdul had given me turned out to be a coffee house but it could still be legitimate and there was only one way to find out
0: what do you want
1: i want to see chata what for private reasons not here. Where can I find it?
0: Take a seat, table
1: in the corner.
0: Maybe she'll
1: I took the seat, ordered coffee, and waited. A wrinkled old Arab squatted on a rug in the middle of the room and played strange, weird melodies. Gradually, the other patrons went back to their conversations, ignoring me completely. In fact, pointedly, 20 minutes
6: passed. The girl didn't show. You will, of course, not object, monsieur, if I take the liberty of joining you. No, sit down. Merci. Yeah. So, you wish to see Chad? Yeah, that's right. Do you know her? Mm, oui, I know her very well. Know where to find her? But naturally, monsieur, I always know where to find her. She's my woman. Ah, oh, so you're the man they call Bobo. Oui, monsieur. The man who poisoned the diamond courier. Oh, Monsieur, it is true that I gave him some wine. A little, not much. But I think perhaps it was a bad vintage. Yes, most unfortunate.
1: It was for him.
6: Well, perhaps it was for the best. Life is so uncertain. But I do not wish to think of such unpleasantness. Instead, uh, let us talk about diamonds. Let's talk about killing. Or attempted killing. Is Chanda the one who turned on the gas in the Countess's apartment? It is possible that she did that. On whose orders? It was nothing personal, Monsieur. I didn't even know that you were going to be there. I see. Then you really meant to. Diamonds, Monsieur. That's enough of this foolish talk of shilling. All right. All right, what about the diamonds? You were sent here by the company that has insured them. Is that not correct? Yeah, that's right. And this company would like very much to recover these diamonds. That's why I'm here. C'est bien. Now, I'm told that this company sometimes give large rewards, agree to an arrangement of a sort. Make a deal, you mean, with no questions asked. Yes, exactly. Now, is this thing true, monsieur? Is it possible that you would... Do you have make... the
1: diamonds, Bobo? Hmm.
6: Well, let us say that I'm able to direct you to their location. You could almost call that a confession.
1: Hmm. What does it
6: matter, so long as we are in the Casper? Oh, yeah, sure. I imagine you have been spotted all over the place. At least 30, right in this room. I'm in no danger here, Tell me something. You didn't pull off this job by yourself. Who else was in on it? I only wish to talk about the diamonds. Well, can we come to an arrangement? Bobo... I don't make deals with murderers. It is better that you do not use such words, monsieur. It's true, though, isn't it? That is not the question. It is only that I resent the insulting way. Bobo! In which you...
4: Bobo, Alexander! What are you
6: calling me? Bobo! Wait, wait, wait. Did you arrange for the police to come here, monsieur? I'm as surprised as you are, Bobo. Uh, consider this matter of the deal. We will talk more at some other time, eh? The patrons
1: rushed for the doors, and in one minute flat, the coffee house was empty. Even the owner was gone. I was the only one left. Three minutes later, the inspector with a flying squad of 20 men came bursting in from the street.
5: Well, Monsieur Duller, I'm happy to find you are still
1: alive. Why don't you get lost somewhere? For
5: you, I think it most fortunate that we arrive in time. Oh,
1: sure, in time to follow up the only lead I had in this case. To lose a suspect is better than to lose one's life, Monsieur. Look, Inspector, I was holding a gun in my pocket, covering Bobo from the second he sat down at the table. But, Monsieur, For three I... men or not, if it had come to a showdown, he couldn't have done a thing. Because he'd have been the first one to get it, and he's smart enough to have known that. But I thought Let's that... face it, Inspector, you've done it again... You goofed. But I was only thinking, perhaps.
5: Mon oh, Dieu! What is to happen
3: next?
1: The shooting was somewhere outside, but it hadn't been the police. All of the inspectors' men were inside the coffee house. He gave them orders quickly, and they fanned out to search the area. The streets were empty now, dark and silent, not a soul in sight. We split up into pairs. I worked with Inspector Marcus for a while, and left him and searched alone along a narrow side passage. And that's where I found him. He'd been shot three times in
6: the back, and he was dying. Monsieur Dollar. Yeah, Bobo. You you can't forget that deal, I think. Yeah. It's a little too late for deals now.
1: Who was in on it with you, Bobo? Look, you've got nothing to
6: lose by talking. You know that, don't you? Except, my honor, monsieur, as a citizen of the Caspian. Who shot you? A dragon, monsieur, 12 feet tall with fiery eyes.
1: All right, Bobo, all right. But just tell me this. Just one thing. Are you the man who attacked the property agent at the airport, the man who slugged Andre Jardin?
6: Oui, monsieur. I do it very good. No. Almost I kill him. He's too bad. I I...
1: A minute or two later, Inspector Marcus came up and we stood there looking down at the dead man lying on the stones of the alley. He was a short man, stockily built, with wide shoulders and a deep chest. It was the body of a man of action, of accomplishment. But he'd chosen to be a smuggler, dope peddler, thief, and killer. And now he had become the victim of another killer. Did he say
5: anything, monsieur? Was he able to talk? Yeah, enough. Eh? Eh?
1: What is it you mean, monsieur? Do you know who is guilty of these? Yeah, that's right, Inspector. I know the whole story now. The whole filthy, rotten story. <laughs>
0: Will be the final intriguing episode in our story of the Lorco
1: Diamonds matter tomorrow. Tomorrow night, the odds are set. The last chip is down. It's the last spin of the wheel. And death is the croupier. Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
0: From Hollywood, it's time now for. Johnny Dollar.
2: Johnny, this is Maria.
1: Maria? Well, isn't it kind of late at night to
0: call?
2: You've got to. Johnny,
1: Johnny, I'm being followed. You're be- Aren't you at home?
2: No, it's a little cafe on the waterfront. I came in
1: here to find. Why the devil did you have to go out? Everything was set up. If you'd stayed home, you'd have been safe. What are you trying to do, get yourself killed? Johnny,
2: this is not... That... Where are
1: you? What's the name of the place? It's in
2: the Marrakech, number 41, Rue de la Mer. I'm afraid to go outside.
1: No, whatever you do, don't go outside. Stay right where you are until I get there. But Johnny... Take I'm... your choice, Maria. It's either that or wind up on a marble slab. What do you mean? You know what I mean. You know better than anybody... Now stay there. From Special Investigator Johnny Dollar, location Algiers, North Africa, to the Home Office Trans World Fidelity Company, Hartford, Connecticut. Assignment the Lorco Diamonds matter. $100,000 in jewels stolen and a murder. Expense account continued. <laughs> Item 12 $2.20, taxi fare to the waterfront of the Marrakesh Cafe. There was no time to lose and no time to get help from Inspector Marcus. A half hour earlier, he'd set a trap, and he and his men were staked out around Maria's apartment house waiting. But apparently, she'd gone to the cafe before he got there. So now the whole thing had blown wide open. The Rue de la Mer was a dead-end street close to the water, deserted at this hour of night. A couple of dim street lights and a light over the door of the Marrakesh Cafe. Everything else was in darkness. There was no movement, no sign of life.
2: Over here Johnny. when you got here yeah.
1: no trouble so far huh? no
2: except with that sailor over there he finally passed out
1: well you're probably I... used to that kind of trouble cigarette
2: yes thank you
1: now what were you doing down here at this time of night
2: i uh, was visiting a friend
1: is that the friend's car parked out at the curb? Charlie Barrett, huh? The meat packer from Chicago who was going to give you the Lorco diamonds. Well, I figured he'd get over his man's bill. How did you know about it? He told me just before I knocked him out for the second time tonight. He said you two had a fight over a week ago and that he told you he wasn't buying any diamonds after all.
2: Well, it was just... For
1: a while, I thought I had you tagged again. I wondered why you hadn't canceled the order when you'd been told he wasn't going to pay for the stuff.
2: Johnny, it was just a talk... I knew he would come around.
1: Yeah, well, that's about the way I figured it. Another explanation. So I let you off the hook again.
2: Why, Johnny? Why have you been trying so
1: hard? Trying what?
2: To find some way of involving me in this.
1: Well, the facts just seemed to turn up. I wasn't trying to find them.
2: It made a big difference, didn't it? Learning about Mr. Barrett. Learning what about him? That I was... Accepting a $20,000 gift from him? Why should it?
1: Your life's your own.
2: It did, though. Before that, you were... Well, you seemed to be interested.
1: Sure. You're a very beautiful woman.
2: And that's all it was.
1: What more did you want? All right, Johnny. Forget it.
2: I don't blame you.
1: Hey, tell me something. What about Barrett? Now that you've kissed and made up, is the engagement back on again?
2: I haven't decided yet, Johnny.
1: Ah. Uh, well, come on. Let's get out of here. I'll take you home.
2: Do you think it's safe?
1: There was no sign of anybody around when I came in. Whoever it was probably got scared off.
2: Oh, I was scared to death. When I saw the lights of the cafe, I jammed on the brakes and ran for the door. There, The other car was right behind
1: me. Get a look at the driver? Oh, no. How'd you get hold of Barrett's car? Borrow it? He gave it to me.
2: Hmm.
1: Not a bad night's work. It's a good car. Get in.
2: You really play rough, don't you, Johnny?
1: Sometimes. It depends on... Get down, quick. Back of the car. It came from across the street. It's pitch black over there. What are you going to do? Look, Maria, you're safe as long as you're back at the car here. What about you? I can't get a shot from here. I'm pinned down. I'm going to make a run for that stone curb. Try to draw a shot and see where the flash comes from. Be
2: careful, Johnny. Oh,
1: don't worry, kid. I'm the carefulest guy you ever saw. All right, now sit tight. Here goes.
2: Are you all right, Johnny?
1: Yeah. I think I got him spotted. Let's see just how close I get. To...
2: Is somebody running away? Yeah, so do I.
1: Where oh, the devil? Why don't they get some streetlights down there?
2: That car that's starting up. Yeah, I see it. They're getting away.
1: One lucky shot, Mike. My... Ah. Give me your keys. Wait here. I'm going after No,
2: it. no, no, I'm going with you. Then
1: pile in. Hurry up. Let's go. A few blocks away, I picked up the taillights of the other car and poured on the gas to keep hanging on. We roared through the empty streets along the waterfront, then swung into the coast road and headed out of the city. The model I was driving had been built for road racing, and barring accidents, I didn't figure the car ahead had much chance of shaking me. It was a narrow, winding road following the rocky edge of the headlands, and the curves were sharp and dangerous, especially at the speed we were traveling. Finally, it happened. The car ahead roared up a steep grade and missed the curve at the top, It rolled over and over, the headlights cutting crazy patterns in the blackness as it plunged down towards the beach. I finally braked to a stop about 30 yards from the wreck, jumped out and started toward it. And just then... The gas tank caught and burst and the car exploded into a tower of flames. I caught a glimpse of the driver pinned in the wreck. Then the fire took over and covered him. And I knew one thing was certain. He'd had it.
2: It's dying down.
1: Yeah. The gasoline is all burned down. Oh,
2: what a terrible way to die.
1: What way isn't?
2: I guess... Johnny, could I have a cigarette, please?
1: Yeah, sure. Here you go. Thank you. Yeah, light up, Maria, while you watch him burn.
2: What a horrible thing to say.
1: It's quite a relief, though, isn't it, knowing you're safe now?
2: Well, of course it's a relief when someone has just tried to kill you and now you know that they... That's
1: true, but it's not what I meant.
2: I don't think I understand you.
1: What I meant was you're safe because now he won't be able to talk.
2: Able to... Who won't be able? Do you mean you know who's in that car?
1: Of course, and so do you. It's the customs property agent, Andre Jourdain. Andre? Sure. Who else would have any reason to kill you since he was the only one left after... Oh, I guess you haven't heard about it yet. Bobo's dead, too. What?
2: Who is Bobo?
1: Your other partner. Andre shot him in the back earlier tonight, up in the casbah. So you're doubly safe now, Maria. They're both dead. And for everything else, you've got an explanation. With just one exception.
2: I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, now,
1: don't be modest. Actually, it was quite a scheme, whether you thought it up or Andre did. Oh,
2: you are out of your mind. The
1: idea was to make sure the diamond courier died, either on the plane or at least before he got through customs... That way, the courier's briefcase would be sent to Andre's office. Then Bobo was to help Andre fake the stick-up. But Bobo turned out to be a tough cookie.
2: This may be true, Instead but of I...
1: sticking to plan, he decided to go for broke. When he slugged Andre, he tried to make it stick, but Andre managed to reach his gun, so he ended up in the hospital instead of the morgue.
2: What has all this got to do with me? Then
1: Andre got the idea of a double-cross. He left the hospital, went into the cosmo to look for Bobo. He found him. And he killed him.
2: I still don't see why... His next
1: step was a natural, to knock you off and keep the whole take for himself. We expected it, and we were ready for him. Inspector Marcus is staked out right now at your apartment house, waiting for Andre to show up. We didn't know you'd already gone out earlier.
2: Well, all of this may be true, Johnny. But why do you insist on trying to fit me into the picture?
1: Because that's where you belong. I mentioned the fact that you'd been able to come up with an explanation every time you needed it, with just one exception?
2: What exception?
1: Both Andre and Bobo have tried to kill you this evening. Why? Unless you were in on this thing. What reason would they have?
2: Well, I I don't know. I of course. Why should I know? I don't know why they tried to kill me, Johnny.
1: Oh, a good answer, Maria. And it'll probably work. Yeah, you figure that one out fast.
2: I don't know what you. No,
1: caution. Well.
2: Who has the diamond? I
1: will before morning.
2: Johnny, why couldn't you? Knock I... it
1: off, kid. You got the wrong guy. It won't work with me. Good. Sure, I know. You're beautiful, charming, lovely, and you're rotten, rotten right to the core.
2: What are you doing, Johnny? Going back to town. You could wait for me. Goodbye, Maria. Johnny, wait! Johnny!
1: An hour later, I was out at the air terminal in the customs property office watching Inspector Marcus open a vault.
5: Mon oh, Dieu! what a nuisance. Always they make these combinations so difficult. That's the general idea, Inspector. Uh, true, but still one would think... Th- ah, 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 ah. There we are. And now, if you are correct, Monsieur Dollar, we shall soon have our hands... There, and- that briefcase in the corner. Eh, ah, oui, We. Oui. It is the one. Good. Let's have a look at it. It will be necessary to force the lock. Here, try it open with this. Looks like an easy one. It is merely a matter of... Voila. Beautiful, no? Yeah. Too beautiful. Hmm. Tell me something, Monsieur Dollar. What
1: made you know that André Jourdain was guilty? Something Bobo said just before he died. hmm Yeah. He confessed he was the man who had slugged André. But Andre had described his assailant as tall and thin. Bobo was short with a stocky build. Andre had lied. Mm. And all this time, the diamonds
5: were right here in this vault to which Andre, as property agent, had access. Can you think of a safer place?
1: Hey, Inspector, what about Maria Dattoria? Well, I
5: I am inclined to agree with you, Monsieur Dallier, but... uh, Well... Yeah, I know nothing but suspicion yeah precisely if i were to file charges and bring her to trial on such evidence as this well, she would cry a little perhaps and look very beautiful and monsieur the court would hang me not her yeah you're right you could
1: never make it stick c'est la vie Expense account item 13, $624.80. Hotel, meals, and incidentals in Algiers, and transportation back to the States. Expense account total, $1,214.60. End of expense account. End of report. Remarks? Social item. To be circulated widely. The Countess Maria Dattalia was married yesterday to C.K. Barrett, a big tycoon in the meat business the happy couple will make their home in Chicago. All companies in that area who may be asked to underwrite insurance on the life of C.K. Barrett, don't. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.
0: Remember, there'll be a new exciting story on Johnny Dollar beginning next Monday. Next week, the Broderick matter.
1: An exciting chase after a charming, beautiful girl. After all, who wouldn't? Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.